All right, so welcome back. Let's have those history rolls, boys. I'm gonna fucking shoot myself in the leg. Yeah? Three again. Oh, fuck I've yeah! I've not rolled above a ten. I've not rolled above a ten all day. Suck on this five, motherfucker! Uh, I got more than that, but I don't know how much more. One second. I got a sixteen. Okay. Uh, Brian, I think that's you. <sighs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we, we all hate at- this part. Of the <laughs> <laughs> I just did it, though. No. Uh, so we uh, woke up on a beach uh, again, and uh, we made a, or at least I made a quick decision to try and save Cordell from himself, and this time succeeded where I had failed last time. Uh, we made a quick journey into town. Uh, we got a horse. Uh, we avoided uh, the guards. Uh, then we made it back to the area where the mine entrance was, and then straight around the corner from the mine, we noticed that there were some bandits. We were able to uh, quickly parlay with the bandits. They took us to the leader, Musak, and we were able to have a quick sit down with Musak and explain our situation. And now we are about to uh, interrogate uh, some mage lord uh, detainees. A little context for the listeners. I have the Discord up right now, and still the last thing I see is Pat's images of the shark and dolphin fins comparing them. I was <laughs> probably going to cut that whole bit, so I'll probably yeah, cut yeah. that sentence, too. <laughs> oh, well, hey, we had a lot of deliberation over whether I could do the shit I did last episode. I'm cutting that, too. Damn it! <laughs> Get fucked. <laughs> All right. Um, so, I'm going to take a uh, screenshot of this. I will not be erased. Oh, clearly. Um, okay, so uh, we are back in the bandit encampment. Masak, Kalt, and Locke are uh, in front of two mage lord uh, prisoners. Bait, you're asleep somewhere doing whatever Bait does. Sleeps. <laughs> well, Locke, would you like your first chance with them? Maybe ask a question or two, or would you like me to take the lead? Do you guys want to recap what they did tell you last time? Yeah, so they looked very confused when we mentioned the time travel slash abduction of children. So I'm kind of at a loss right now. So if you want to go ahead and ask some questions, that'd be sick. I could do that. Yes, yes. So my my mage lord taxation thug friends. You see them visibly wince as you say that. <laughs> so... If you do not know about the subject of which we have asked previously, maybe we can narrow down our focus. What, if anything, is new with the mage lords in town? Have you discovered some new power, object, relic, whatever? You see the one that you had healed previously. He goes to open his mouth, but then the other one yells out, No, Nilo, don't give in to these, uh... These bandit scum. We owe them nothing. I'm going to punch that one in the face to knock him out. Uh, okay. Uh, roll to hit. With advantage. Uh, unarmed is a if plus Locke 11. If Locke misses this, I'm going to lose so much respect. It's a plus 11 with advantage. If I miss it, the gods fucking hate me. I got a 19. Okay. Um, Locke, you punch this guy, uh, square in the fucking face and you see you can feel the a crack as his uh, as his nose breaks and you start to see like the blood drip down earning that explicit tag on iTunes today boys yes big time 
while while Locke is brutalizing the other one, I'm going to use <laughs> message to whisper into the ear of the one that was going to say, Come now, friend, we can be reasonable. Why don't you tell me what's happening? Cult, as you whisper your nonsensical words into the ear it of the one you healed. It was nonsensical. It made a lot of sense. I was yeah. okay. If you, as you whisper your highly sensical words, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> into the ear of the one that you healed, um, you you hear them him kind of like wince um, a, a, a bit at it. Um, doesn't really do anything though. Mm. Well, I'm gonna look at the other one and say, "Hey, man, we don't want to hurt you. We just want to know what's going on." So any information you can give us will make this go over a lot quicker. The one that Cult uh, whispered in uh, does like this big gulp. And he uh, he kind of looks super downtrodden and then looks at you in the eye and says, What do you want to know? We want to know everything. Sorry. Sorry, what were you saying? Oh. We want to know what you were about to tell us before your friend over here rudely interrupted you. Well, um, we were sent out here by Captain Strauss. Uh, he said he asked us to send a send a guards out to uh, the cave and be wary of uh, any activity. Um, he's been doing this for the past few days for a while now. Um, he believes that this uh, whatever is in this cave that there might be something that might be. Uh, useful to uh, the Mage Lord regime as a whole. And if that's the case, then, well, we're all going to be uh, very, very happy. So you know nothing about any kidnapping of children, any time travel? I know that children have disappeared in the past, but I know I know nothing. Yeah, he's just following orders. Have you personally been in this cave? No, I have not. My orders were to stand guard and, you know, protect it from intruders, uh, which we had done uh, up until we were ambushed by uh, several, several more bandits. We were not prepared for them. Were the intruders beforehand also members of this bandit tribe? We've never had intruders beforehand. Interesting. So tell me, what would, if you were to find something important, why would that make you happy? What, what... What would bring happiness to you from this place? We're getting deep. Well, uh, you know, it, it might be a chance for me to get off this island and see my family again, you know? I, it, it's nice here, but, you know, one can only go so long without being away from your family. Locke gets noticeably sad. <laughs> We've hit Locke's anime backstory. Careful. Woo-woo. <laughs> <laughs> So this Captain Strauss, tell me of this captain. What is his purpose here? What is he doing? What is his game? Well, uh, Captain Strauss, he's the second in command to uh, Commander Fenwick. You you may have seen him around, kind of a, you know, bit of a hooked nose and all that. Uh, long hair. I don't know what he does to keep his hair looking well, but it looks so good. Stay focused. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You know, he is uh, a very, very intelligent man, and I know he, uh, you know, rumor has it, he wanted to uh, get up in the ranks of the, the mage lords, but was, wasn't happy when he was stuck here. 
Interesting. And about your commander, describe him to me. Our commander is, he is strict. He is a good leader and he, he keeps his word. So we, we've seen a mage lord uh, when we came into that, uh, that fountain area. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was presumably Captain Strauss. That was the, ho- that was the hook-nosed guys we saw before. Fenwick we saw in the second loop when we were okay. uh, jerrying everything up. I could have sworn you just <laughs> described Faust, or Fenwick as having a hook nose as well. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was, that was just no. uh, Strauss. Was okay. Strauss also, I have in my notes, the Mage Lord guarding old man. That was Jerry. That was, that was Jerry. So did I kill Strauss last time? No. 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 You killed Jerry. You killed Jerry. And then we and then Strauss killed Jerry too. Yeah. The only time that we saw Strauss in the second loop, again assuming Strauss, the only time we saw him was when we like bumped into Fenwick and the hook nosed guy was by him. Like we just kinda saw him in passing. We didn't interact with him. Interesting. So the hook nosed guy is the Strauss. Fenwick is the guy that we almost fought. Alright. Mm-hmm. Um and Jerry's still down there. You could. This could well, be the I, great, the, thing. the great I, love story reuniting that we've all craved. I named him Jerry. That wasn't his name. I renamed right. him. I I rebirthed but, something but into the world. We so are I gave saying him. So what, you kidnap that, him again. You name him Jerry again. No, it's fine. We're saying that Jerry was not Strauss, but we don't know his name, so we keep calling him Jerry. They are two yes. different. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I was just making sure because I, that's in my notes. Uh, so back to this Strauss. What? So I, uh, he's is he a he is a, a wizard? Yes. Um, he he knows more about magic than I guess the rest of us. You know more than our you know basic training gives us. Um, but I wouldn't call him a wizard per se. Interesting. At so least to he, my knowledge. Are you aware that you are currently have an old man in your dungeon? I am not aware. Of that, we let we left early this morning. Do you so. know what would make Strauss take that old man to a hidden location? Who was really a small boy, a wet boy. You see, we know for a fact that Strauss has taken this old man, a small wet boy, that will be in your dungeon soon, taken him inside of the mine to a secret place inside of. Why? Why With would you do something like this? I. I have no idea what you're talking about. You've completely lost me. Would you... But uh, my question, if you cannot answer directly, do you think Strauss would do this from the good of his heart? Is he trying to help something, or is he trying to harm him? You know, I... I can't say for sure. And I think that's all I can really, really say. So, let's say hypothetically, he were taking these children to harm them and gain power over this town. Well, how would that make you feel? Would you be okay with that? Brooklyn's I, creeping out of lock again. He's slipping into black tide mode. I suppose that I would feel a little betrayed. I, you know, this this is my current home and I, I do care about the people here. So help us help you protect these people and get to the bottom of this. <laughs> The uh, the bloodied uh, mage lord that you punched in the face starts to come to um, a little bit, and he, he coughs up a little bit of blood. Nilo, the uh, the guy who you've been talking to, uh, kind of looks over 
uh, to the other mage lord and just goes silent. I'll see how it is. I'm going to walk away and I'm going to like motion lock to come over to me for a second. Uh, okay. Masak uh, follows you. He comes over as well. I have an idea. These two are obviously too low level to know anything of importance. But we do know that very soon Strauss will appear underneath the mine. I say we set a trap and we capture him and we interrogate him. I like that idea. I think these two, and I look over at the the mage wards, could make a significant distraction for Strauss and give us the opportunity to catch him off guard. We could do that. Or, and then I want to look at how big the mage lords are, like a rough size. Nilo is uh, about five, seven, um, you know, not, not nothing particularly striking out. Um, the other guy was definitely uh, a little taller um, and more built. We could take their clothes and pretend that we are the mage lords and use that to catch him off guard. I look at this, this giant scaly dragonborn and <laughs> how do you perchance think you're going to get away being a mage lord? I mean, I think are he all would the mage lords just humanoid motherfuckers? Mave cast like... enlarged reduce. <laughs> <laughs> what I was saying is like, you, uh, I mean, not to be that guy, but you definitely strike a pose, Locke. Again, are all the mage lords we've seen been like the same? So far, right? They have been predominantly human. That's dumb. That's fucking racist. Hey, they're bad guys. Yeah, that's what I was they're about bad to say. Guys, but yeah. I mean, bad guys can have diversity as well. Are you saying that only white, or not white people, only humans <laughs> Are you can saying be that villains? white people are the only problem in this world, Pet? <laughs> I don't know, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying maybe it's time for a little bit of a... Uh, a little bit of diversity in the mage well, lords. I wasn't talking so much that they, there weren't other races of them, but more or less, like, I mean... You're a giant, shiny, golden dragonborn, and we have not seen a giant, shiny, I'm golden blue. dragonborn major. Oh, my yet. God. He's you guys blue. don't Wait, that's... listen to me when I describe Fine. my character. Okay, that's my bad. But you're still Actually, no, blue. I'm orange, but... You're okay. <laughs> you don't even know! <laughs> I hate I hate it. <laughs> I'm orange with blue breath. <laughs> guys, Bait is having a real great nap. <laughs> Good. So you. you don't even know your color, so I feel vindicated okay. in all ways. <laughs> So, yeah, but still, you're you're an orange. I mean, we haven't, we definitely haven't seen an orange dragonborn. I think he'd recognize, and I, I severely doubt these people. Yeah, we would have had a whole like you. heart to heart brotherhood moment. So, <laughs> you know, I kind of want this shitty disguise to happen so that we can have trash wings too. Like, man, <laughs> it would be on brand for it Locke. Would be, man, the sequel just to the hit episode. Just bursting these mage lord clothes to the <laughs> seams, and it's obviously like these long pants are like khakis on him. They're yeah. just like up to his kneecaps. So Masak uh, looks to the two of you, says, "Well, what uh, what do you want to do?" I see. If everybody here is willing, we drag these numb skulls down to the bottom place them in front of a uh, water fountain or whatever and I think that moment of uh, confusion will give us a chance to pounce on Strauss. And of course if uh, some of your men wouldn't mind, I look over at the big guy maybe giving us a hand. Perhaps? Do you expect us to call off our attack then on the on the town in the keep? 
Well, if we are correct, it will matter not. Your attack will just happen again on the morrow. Hmm. I see. Bait, you wake up feeling refreshed. God, I feel so fucking refreshed. <laughs> uh, I'm going to walk over to them. If they're all kind of powwowing, preparing for this thing, I'm going to walk over. Uh, I Can we fast forward through that they catch me up to speed on the interrogation? Yes. Okay. Well, I feel refreshed and fully informed about the current state of play. So, I mean, the cave is right around the corner. Um, now, listen, I'm all for having some extra hands on board to help us out. There's one very uh, vertically challenging problem, which is getting everyone down that elevator. Because, uh, well, <laughs> can everyone in this village fly? Is that a thing? I thought you handled it quite well last time, Bait. Oh, yeah, sure. But um, pretty sure that these folks won't. I have a, as you remember, Bait, I have a very fancy spell just for this occasion. Yeah, sure. Can you get all of us down there? Uh, five creatures. Okay, well, fuck me then. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> this sounds like a good plan. Um, so let me get this straight. Uh, we're just going to go in there, lay a trap, grab, um, we want to grab, uh, what's his face? Uh, Strauss. Remember, he did cast that sort of foggy spell, so we needed to act fast before he runs right out of there through the portal. I have something for that as well. If you don't, I think I can muster something up. And Locke, you ready to break some fingies? <laughs> Always. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Always. So, just so your DM is clear, you guys are going to go to the cave... Um, and you guys want to try to lay a trap. Hell yeah. All right, I fucking love it. I did not expect this at all, but I am all for it. It is peak dice populi. Hell bum, yeah, dude. Bum, 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 so, um, That's copyrighted. Yeah, we're going to have to. Not if I only use that little bit of it. Fair use. Okay, now we can use it. <laughs> um, <laughs> everything, Everything's fair use if you just yell <laughs> fair use afterwards. I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> Fair use. Fair use. Uh, Masak uh, agrees to the plan. So depending on how many people we bring, I might have to cast it more than once, but it could definitely yeah. bring us all down. Well, actually, we'll keep- um, Matt, can you estimate how tall that elevator shaft is? Because Keen Mind ruins all sense of mystery in this game. Yes, it does. Um, it was probably a 300 to 400 foot yeah, drop. We were falling for a while. Yeah. That's hey, uh, 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 Chief Masak, uh, do you happen to have just like a bunch of rope just to be safe? We'll probably need anywhere from 285 to 310 feet. Um, I suppose we have some rope. Um, we also do have, uh, yeah, let me, let me see what I can, uh, scrounge up here. And then he, hey. uh, turns around. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, um, where is it? Where is it? Uh,. I mean, okay. If he just points cool. us in the direction, like Bake, Bake can go get it. No, he's he. Uh, so he leaves to go grab the rope, and as he walks away, he calls out, uh, "Jasper, go uh, drop the maid lords off uh, in my tent for now. We'll figure out what to do with them later. You're oh, you're coming, will be with, coming us. with us. Yes. And then there's your five. So a uh, couple, you know, couple couple minutes pass they come back with one very very th- long 300 foot rope uh locked do you think that you would i don't mean to put this on you just because you're so big and strong do you think you'd mind carrying this coil until we get to the elevator how much does it weigh 
Uh, Ish. Hold on. Hey Siri, how much does rope weigh? Well, no, it, the normal thing of rope is 50 feet, right? So it's just six yeah, times so 20 pounds. Miles. Yeah. Yeah. So I let mean, me okay. add six of those and see if I then become encumbered. That is a lot. Nope, I'm good. Cool. You also do have a bag of holding. That's also true. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, we've been with that one for so long. So um, at this point, are we just kind of heading to the cave? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the three of you, uh, the chief. And uh, Jasper, the large burly bandit, um, you guys all head back. Wait, are we bringing the the mage lords with us? The the two mage lord captives. I thought Ryan was saying we wanted to do that. Is that a thing, or am I misremembering? Yeah, um, I wanted to do that. You wanted to bring them? Yeah. Fuck. All right, I got a fun fact: three hundred feet of rope in real world money is anywhere from a hundred to two hundred and twenty five dollars. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. So I think as where are you getting your rope, man? That sounds that sounds steep. So as yeah, we're I'm uh, on I got a rope guy that I got to get you in touch with. <laughs> as we're walking, Bates gonna kind of look up and lock and say, like, conducting an interrogation. What does it feel like to be back in the old groove of things? I'm just gonna give him a little look and be like, I never interrogated anybody. Wink. <laughs> all right, play it close to the chest. It was enhanced interrogation for all of the. Uh, so- <laughs> oh fuck! For all of the. Uh, <laughs> For all the time that you and I have spent together, and I know it's not as much as the others, you seem fairly reserved despite your tremendous abilities. What's, uh, how how are you just kind of coasting through all this? I have to say I'm almost envious of the restraint. Well, for the most part, it's just a very high level of depression. God. <laughs> uh, when your family gets torn from you because of actions beyond your control but still kind of within your control you tend to have a very conflicted emotional response to that however because children are involved here I kind of take that a little personally I guess that makes sense why my pleas to get back to the ship went unheralded you're a respectable dragonborn sir but um tell that to my ex-wife hey (laughs) boy boy I'd rather not um well, uh, I hope that we can that we can get through this all in one piece, but um, got a lot to learn about you, it seems. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Vaguely threatening. And I'm just carrying 300 fucking feet of rope while we're having this conversation. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I guess uh, we, we uh, get to the, the shaft. Yep. So, so you guys uh, get to the cave, and the uh, the two mage lords are getting dragged along. Uh and you guys uh, recall your way through the cave, and you reach the top of the elevator shaft. Bates just gonna throw a rock at the elevator and try to knock it down. Make a strength check. Fuck. <laughs> That's a ten. Uh, it kind of bounces off. Well, shit. That was my gamble. I'll just use mage hand and then trigger the start of it so it just falls. Much smarter. So you pull the you pull the lever. Yeah, using mage handles. Boop, pull the lever. Okay. Um, you pull the lever, and uh, just as before, the elevator uh, seems to drop. I'll wait down yeah, into pause. the earth. I'll wait to hear it crash. During like the two during like the minute where it's falling, I'm, wow, this is going much better than it did the last time we did this. Uh, Masak looks around the cave and says, My, uh, we haven't been here in, uh, quite a long time. I recall, uh, 
We used to have like some kind of, uh, you know, some people like set up in here before the mage lords came a while ago. For what purpose were they here? Oh, it was, we just used this as a home. It was a good shelter, protection from the rain and whatnot. Plus, we always felt a strong uh, spiritual connection, you know? I roll religion. Yeah, can I roll religion? <laughs> Go for it, yeah. Plus 10. Well, I don't want to be left out of the church. 13. I got an 11. 9 plus 10. 19. Okay. <laughs> um, can I ask what you were, like, all rolling religion for? I wasn't very clear. Because they did it. Well, he said he felt he a... He said he had a spiritual yeah. connection. Well, he said there was a spiritual connection, so I wanted to kind of see if there was any semblance why they would see it. Like, is there strange markings on the Do wall that have any Do we feel the spiritual connection or, as well? Um, I would say uh, no, although um, you, you don't feel a spiritual connection. Um, called, I think that you can assume that, you know, since the the fountain is probably why. Possibly, maybe. We'll see. So that's a yes. So after I hear the elevator crash, I'm going to drag over the two mage lords. Okay. Um, put them basically at the precipice. Uh, first and foremost, we should probably bind their uh, mouths shut. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, so that they can't warn strauss of our plan we can do that when we get to the bottom i have something else in mind for this particular point okay so my good friends thank you for joining the resistance do you forsake taxation yes or no um bait rolls his eyes and walks over to the shaft starts setting up the rope the guy with the um the guy with the cracked nose uh spits uh a tooth out at your feet and says I'll never join you, resistance scum. What about you, young man? Do you forsake taxation without representation? Um, he he kind of just looks at the ground and then kind of side eyes um, the other mage lord there. And with just a barely the hint of motion, he gives you the slightest nod. Good, and I push them both off. <laughs> Hey, hi, hello, it is me, Colin. I am here, uh, out of character, but still on mic, to bring you the community sponsorship breakaway. and take maybe three or four minutes here to talk about a few things germane to our podcast and production, but everything I say here will be germane to you. And did you really think Cult wouldn't push a couple of guys down an elevator shaft? I mean, he's a spooky guy. I'm just happy it wasn't bait. But we'll see how that goes in just a minute here. Um... But it is October, and that means it's time for some great spooky content. I'm here to ask you an important question. Why not check out the folks over at the Four Corners Games podcast? The Final Crusade has it all. Demons? Check. Explosions? Check. Monsters of terrifying repute? Unspeakable evil? Double check. Explore everything that Pathfinder First Edition has to offer. All the rules are up for grabs and everything is on the table. But if being scared isn't your thing, you can also check out the new and different role-playing games that are on the BuddyCast, also part of the Four Corners Games podcast, where Alex and Paul play with people from around the tabletop world. D&D uh, 5e level 20 one-shots in Starfinder are just the tip of the iceberg, but maybe you are too full of amazing podcasts as it is and your schedule just can't handle any more. 
while Four Corners Games has got you covered there, too, with their signature lines of personal and multiplayer dice trays, unique in the way they're constructed from one solid piece of exotic hardwood. Check them out now over at fourcornersgames.com, the number four cornersgames.com, or find their podcast wherever you find, well, podcasts. We have another couple of folks giving us a shout out here, and, well, I'm going to let them do the talking for themselves. Hey, I'm Shar. And I'm Kelly. And together we host Drinking and Screaming. We're a new horror discussion podcast based out of Vancouver, British Columbia, where each episode we pair a new cocktail with our movie of the week. For instance, I'm pairing this ad with just a shot of tequila. You know, because most ads are horrible. With Drinking and Screaming, you'll find yourself pulled into a new horror film to discuss and a new cocktail to try every week. Every episode is laced with great soundtracks, theme breakdowns, production trivia, Char's bad drinks, and so much more. What? I said clips from the movie. New episodes every week. Join in on the spoops. Drinking and screaming wherever podcasts are found. I give this ad a 5 out of 10. You know, we don't rate the movies. 5 out of 10. (laughs) See, now that sounds like fun. Uh, I'm also Canadian, uh, but... I live in the U.S., so I probably know less about Canada than I do about alcohol. So if you want to really sink your teeth into this, go ahead and check out Drinking and Screaming wherever you find podcasts. So thank you to Drinking and Screaming, and thank you to Four Corners for shouting us out, spreading the word, and supporting us as a part of this wonderful TTRPG and podcast community. Now, two quick things that are specific to Dice Populi. The first is uh, we have been nominated for a couple of awards in the Audioverse 2020 Podcast Awards. Uh, You can go and vote for that uh, right now. I believe we've been nominated in categories of sound design and in uh, individual character of Cult the Bone Master. Ryan was riding pretty hard for that one. But uh, it's pretty easy. It takes a couple of minutes, and I've put a link right on DicePopuli.com. So if you want to vote, go to DicePopuli.com. Scroll down to engage and click vote. And right there, you will be able to uh, to maybe get us a little bit of, uh, of Emmy gold here. Not Emmys, but, you know, something, something, you know, uh, anything to to keep growing and recognize the hard work we put into this because we here at Dice Populi demand sacrifice of like three or four minutes of your time. It's no big deal. Uh, the other thing that I would like to shout out is our newest soundtrack. A while ago, we got enough followers on social media to unlock the soundtrack for Trouble in Paradise, and you can hear it now. Dice Populi Dicey Waters Volume 3 can be downloaded for free at Bandcamp, and more importantly, streamed via Apple Music and Spotify. So you can go ahead and queue that up, add it to your library, take a listen, put a lot of hard work into this one. It is very upbeat, very adventurous, uh, has some actual singing and pan flute playing from me, the human being, Colin Ketchin. Uh, I'm so proud of how this turned out. Josh ran an amazing adventure and uh, had some really emotional beats, and the soundtrack still gets me. I don't know if that just means I did a good job or if I'm incredibly narcissistic, but that can also be found on Apple Music or Spotify or, again, at DicePopuli.com. Thank you to our friends and sponsors. Thank you uh, for all of you still tuning into this show. And we are going to get right back into it to see uh, if they survive the fall. He gives you the slightest nod. Good. And I push them both off. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. Bates standing right next to the thing, still setting up the rope when two maid lords fly past him. What the hell, man? And then before they get basically the second I push them off and they begin to fall and like they go a couple feet, I will use feather fall on them so that they start to slowly fall down. Both of them are just the one who likes us. (laughs) 
both of them. Okay. Damn. Um, their screams. Uh, they you can hear it get quieter and quieter uh, until eventually uh, they stop, and you can assume that they hit the bottom. They are alive. Featherfall says they, they are. Alive. And then you hear like uh, this, like a small voice saying, "What? What the hell was that for?" Can I tell if that was the broken nose one or the other one? It was uh, probably the other one. Poor Milo. Nilo. <laughs> cool. What a world! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'll, my, I'll mark off that spell, and uh, I'll look around to everybody else. Uh, uh, everybody else ready? Well, I mean, I got the rope if you want to save some of your energy here, and bait starts repelling. Um, make an athletics check for me, Colin. Or bait. <laughs> You're gonna do it again! <laughs> Damn it. 13? Okay. Uh, you're a little sweaty, but you do manage to keep what your hands on uh, the rope as you start to go down the first hundred or so feet. Um, what's everybody else doing? So, quick question. If I use Misty Step while falling... Do I cancel out my momentum after I teleport, or oh. will I teleport and come out of it going the same speed as if I went through, like, portal? I would imagine the same speed, like, portal. That's how I'm going to rule it. Okay, never mind. Just use my feather fall. It's it's safe, it's effective, it's been proven. I know, but I really just wanted to, like, cowabunga dude it, and then before <laughs> I got to the bottom, just teleport. It does say specifically, you teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space, and teleportation is not quite the same thing as going through a portal. This is true. Uh, if you wanted to burn the second level spell slot to do it, <laughs> that's the real seeing problem. as seeing as like <laughs> Featherfall is first level, I suppose. And there's a rope. Okay. I just have never gotten to use Misty Step yet. Okay. Okay. All You're right. probably going to use it very soon. <laughs> I have a feeling. Yeah. There's a cube down there. You can do what I did. Oh yeah. Just run that's past true. it. I don't have any weapons. Okay, fine. I won't do the cowabunga dude. I mean, you could if you wanted. Actually, no. I will do the cowabunga dude by sliding down the rope faster than bait. <laughs> You're just going to hit me. Oh, <laughs> yes. All right. Oh so I see Locke's ass. I'm, the second episode in a row where I get a face full of teammate ass. So uh, would you I look over at Musak and his friend. Uh, I'm assuming you would like the quicker, less tenuous way down yes uh if uh if what you say is true then if we die then we'll come right back tomorrow so as far as, i mean i tested it on the prisoners and they seem to be fine so wonderful uh after you <laughs> no after you and i i like, <laughs> you should definitely fall first and then i will come after you <laughs> or we can uh, do it at the same time would you like to hold hands yes that would be preferable and he right. he uh, goes to reach out towards your hand, and then uh, seeing like how like bony and kind of wrinkled it is, he's like, "On second thought, I'll just jump at the same time." <laughs> oh uh, no! S- suit yourself. It's so sad. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, we jump off, and I will burn. I'll burn another spell to uh, first level uh, featherfall. Okay, um, you guys all uh, zoom past uh, lock and bait on the rope. Um, how do how do we reconcile me like we're getting there. Okay. All right. Okay. So you guys uh, as you guys pass them, uh cult you invoke the power of featherfall and then you guys uh feel yourselves uh slowly 
um, or your momentum start to slow down until you eventually reach the bottom. Um, let's have Bait make a dex check to, or a dex, a dex save a dex to save. dodge okay. uh, Locke's ass. You couldn't just take my quick and easy trip down. Now I'm going to burn another spell to save your dumb ass. No, you're not. I have both my wild shapes, but um, okay, so I look up. I'll be totally I fine. see those big scaly booty cheeks coming right at me. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I got a 17, so let's see what happens. Okay, so uh, you managed to do like some kind of uh, crazy acrobatics shit where you like grip the rope in one hand and like kind of spin around. Uh, you manage to um, dodge Locke as he continues sliding down, yelling, Cowabunga, dude! <laughs> as 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 Locke Cowabunga's past me, I'm just gonna like mutter to myself, where was that shit on the goddamn turtle tree? Fuck this fucking damn <laughs> <laughs> And I'm assuming we're all at the bottom. Yeah, so Locke, what happens is you start to get down to the end of the rope. There's still gonna be about 100 feet to the bottom. Uh, so this is where I will try to use my misty step. Okay, describe it. Can I see anything, or is it just too dark? Um, it's starting to get pretty dark. Okay, but is the bottom illuminated at all, so I can yes. see where the bottom yes, is? Yes, it is. Cool. This might be a little bit of a stretch, but <laughs> do I remember how wide the elevator shaft is? Um, like if I started swinging back and forth on the rope, would I find the wall? Yes, you okay. would. So I'm going to swing back and forth, try to like land on the wall and slide down using my my hands to dig in a little bit to slow my fall. Okay. And then depending on what happens, I will use my misty step to save my ass if I fuck it up. Okay. You guys remember when Bait tried to like jump off the side of a boat and you couldn't stop roasting him? What the fuck is this? <laughs> well, yeah. You ended up getting bit by a shark, so whatever my thing makes perfect sense and it was a very cheap way to dispense some spells so mm-hmm. you guys are just doing whatever you guys want at this point i'm i'm staying out of it i'm having fun okay yeah this whole sequence is going to so, be a lot Locke, shorter as you, the final you get edit. to the bottom of the rope and you start to <laughs> swing yourself um towards uh the wall um with about a hundred foot drop below you um make an athletics check as you try to grab the wall oof (laughs) i got a 10 Uh, 10 total 10 total oh my god Um, i rolled a two (laughs) okay um as you um this isn't exactly uh a thing that you're familiar with or that you've done before and so as you go to reach out to grab the rock your grip slips and you start to fall. Should have brought my fucking shock bag. <laughs> Should have. Um, That's a rock climbing joke for all of you. Oh, I got it. I, I yep. got it. Yes. But you didn't laugh, so. That's not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit that laughing. Um, you are now falling towards sucks. the bottom of the, uh, the shaft. When I get to be about 30 feet away from it, I will cast Misty Step and teleport to the bottom. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, this is also a spell that uh, you haven't used yet. This uh, is correct. So as you go to cast it, um, there's like uh, you kind of feel yourself, uh, you know, kind of 
I guess, teleport. Um, and you land uh, prone on the ground uh, mm-hmm. with a little bit of the momentum kept um, as you, you land in the wood and debris of the fallen elevator. Um, call And the bandits have uh, lit a uh, lantern as well, so that's how you can see. As soon as I hit the ground, I'm going to like look up at where I just fell from and be like, like pat myself down to make sure that I have all of my my pieces because that's the first time I've ever teleported and then I'm just going to go cowabunga (laughs) I love it Bait, what's going on up there? Uh, Bait is just, he's sliding down the rope Okay, that's it, very straightforward that's why he brought the rope, just to be safe Kalf's waiting at the bottom just in case one of these idiots falls and he has to save their lives. Okay. Um, when you get to the bottom of the rope, you still have 100 feet below you, bait. So what do you do? It's a 300-foot rope. Yes, it's a 400-foot drop. Oh, I didn't I didn't know why he was falling off the rope. Okay. Um, so I get to the bottom of it. I'm just going to fall. I also have Misty Step. Okay. But do I want to use it? It's up to you. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna see what Locke does, and I'm gonna fall off the rope, and I'm gonna be like, Oh shit, I could've sworn that I measured this perfectly for the length of the goddamn shaft! <laughs> and then at the bottom, I'll misty step away, uh, and then land sort of like next to Locke does, I'm assuming also prone. Yep. Um, with so a bit on of the gra- thud. Yeah, so with a little I land at the bottom, I'm just gonna go, Cowabunga? I guess? Alright. Uh, calls just at the bottom. <laughs> Clapping. Just <laughs> slow clapping, like well done. So, um, Masaka look at, looks around at all of you, uh, and uh, says, I never want to do that ever again. What are you talking about? That was easy peasy. <laughs> I have a newfound fear of falling now. It's okay, you'll forget all about it by tomorrow. Now, there's a big fucking cube up here. Let's go. <laughs> all right, so, uh, as you got you guys all traverse forward. Um, and you guys get face-to-face um, with the gelatinous cube as it's inching towards you guys. Um, do you guys just want to cut it down, or do you guys try to jump past it? Ah, cut it down. Let's just murder it real quick. Sounds good to me. Locke, you were the one who slashed it down before. You whip out your halberd, and you fucking tear that thing down to pieces like you did before. I don't even with get the assistance. to attack it. I'm fast-forwarding through this. Whatever. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, with the assistance of... Um, the two bandits. Um, what if I crit failed? Pat, we're trying to move things along. Don't fight us here. Come on. Get on board. Pat. Come on. This is not how on, D&D Pat. is played. Pat, come on. Okay, whatever. Pat, roll a d20 for me. <laughs> Thank you. That's all I wanted. I hope you get a natural one. Yeah, you I got God. a 15. Okay, you hit. You die. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Rocks fall, it dies. That's how I always want combat to be in D and D. So you guys get to um, the large spike door. Um, one thing I will note is that the book that was in the gelatinous cube before is not in there. Yeah, it's in my bag. Correct. So we'll do the same trick. We'll make it twelve o'clock um, with with light so that the door opens. Okay. Um, the door uh, swings open. Are the bandits that are with us like shocked at how we know all of this already at all? They are, and they're like, uh, they're a bit in awe. And uh, Masak is tracing his hand over the, um, over like the kind of engraved uh, walls and stuff. Uh, and he's like, and uh, he appears to be thinking a lot as the door opens um, into the room with the fountain. 
All right, I'm not looking in that fucking thing again. Now let's uh, call it. What were you thinking as far as setting a trap? All right, so we have a general idea where he's going to teleport in. He's probably going to do it around the same spot they did previously. Oh, this cult should be saying this. Uh, <laughs> so, so uh, we know where this uh, this man Strauss is going to be teleporting in. I say we put our two new friends here. Well, one friend and one piece of shit. Uh, and, cult. Uh, uh, I think we failed to consider something. What is this? Um, the three of us have been gifted to understand the nature of our recursive experience, and we believe this person to be either at the center of it or informed. Uh, what if he remembers what happened two cycles ago and doesn't show up? Well, then we learn something new for the next cycle, Bait. Come on. Ever the optimist. Excellent. So, I say we gag these two men and put them in front of the fountain in plain view and us ourselves uh, off into the off to the sides so when he appears we are well within our means to stop him all right sound sounds good agreed luck anything uh i guess do i still have my cloak on me Yes, you all still have the cloaks on. I'm going to cut a couple strips off the cloak, and I'm going to wrap it around their mouths, and then tie it really tight behind their heads. Okay. And uh, we'll, we'll prop them up next to the water fountain, uh, and I'll take a quick look inside. Okay. Um, and what uh, do you see? What events from your past do you see? Oh, what did I do last time? Was it when I murdered my dad? I feel like it was. Yeah, that. something like that. <laughs> uh, it, it's a brief memory. It's like it's honestly a happy memory of my entire family, uh, which is me and my my mom and dad sitting down for dinner, um, like laughing and having fun, um, and it, it's like a good memory. Until you start the fire. Yeah. Awkward. Okay. Didn't think <laughs> yeah. we would just all stop talking after that. Discord stopped that, registering hey, that's, my that's mic for a how, sec. That's just and how it works, isn't it? So do we have an inkling of the time? It's on, It's probably only like midday, and that kind of happens at the end, right? It is. It's probably like a little bit uh, after uh, 12 o'clock, so noon. All right. Um, so so you guys will... are going to be waiting there for a while. Um, Masak and uh, Jasper go over to the fountain and they uh, seem to be in awe about it. And as they kind of trace their hands around it, um, Masak looks over to all of you and he says, This, this is a relic of Lema. Uh, do you think that this could have some reason why, this could be the reason why the, the, that the time is skipping the way it is? I think that if the power of Lema is involved, then, well, anything is possible, especially something like this. Wait a minute. Do you think that this could be the moisture that was in the wet boy's footprints? <laughs> Bates just kind of thinking out loud. Like, well, I mean, if this is, if this fountain is going to be the crux of everything, is he just bringing the dude down here to dip him in? Like, how does, how does this work? Hmm. <laughs> we'll have a chance to ask him. Now that we have, I, I, we know that we have some time. Yes. There's Go a ahead. couple things I would like to do. One, sure. I would like to use identify on this fountain as a ritual. Okay. And then two, um, if since we have a lot of time, uh, I would like to do a short rest and gain back some spell slots. Yes, I'm going to let you guys do a, you all get a short rest um, before 
you know, whatever happens next. Um, and as you cast Identify on this fountain, uh, let me pull up. Yeah, because we didn't get a chance last time because we basically came down here, looked at it a little bit, and then shit went crazy. Right. You guys got here like super fucking early. Um, okay. So uh, this fountain, um, based on what um, Identify has told you and based on what uh, Masak um, has said, uh, you realize that this fountain is indeed um, an ancient uh, altar of sorts to uh, the worship of Lema. Um, you also do uh, realize that the liquid in it, as uh, I described as like silvery, like mercury before, but as you go to uh, if uh, as you go to take it out, it is no longer silvery. It's just plain water. Hmm. So, uh, uh, bait asking, how long, like, how many hours do we have before we expect him to show up again? It's going to be, you have, you guys have at least, like, three to four hours, um, based on the first loop. Lo- I, I want to do one more thing now. Mark, could you help me for a moment? Of course. Could you pick up this broken-nosed man and dunk him in the fountain for me, please? I was thinking the same thing. So I'm going to go over and, and pick the dude up. We listen as Matt scrambles between his notes, figuring out why we did that uh, and what to do next. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the man goes into the water with a splash. Was this the one that you guys had punched in the face? Yes. yes. The bad. Okay, cool. Not Milo. Milo's nice. Yes. Yeah, he was... Well, you guys did kind of threaten him a bit, so whatever. Doesn't um, matter. So Still nice. Nilo's eyes go wide as he you see him, uh, as you see his uh, compatriot go into the fountain. Oh and shit! Now we're really doing enhanced interrogation. I'm the gonna guy, look at uh, call and say, "Hey, man, how long should we keep him in there?" He's kind of splashes around for a little bit in the fountain, and then uh, he starts to kind of calm down a bit until he seems to go into a sort of trance as he just sits there in the water. All around you, you all see uh, little lights uh, of sorts flicker into uh, existence. I need uh, all of you to make a nature check for me. Fuck. Should just punch my computer. <laughs> So excited. I got a 14. Yeah. Man, the druid got a fucking 8. This game sucks. What you get, nature boy? I got a... I, again, I have not rolled above a 10. Called, so. I'm going to give you advantage, and I will tell you why afterwards. Oh, but I can't do that with the shark, dolphin, bait, and switch, pun intended. So the second one was better. is a 17 plus nature, which is a plus 7, a 24? Okay. Um, these lights that flicker into existence, um, they're very pretty and they're changing colors, but you recognize them to be almost a sort of will-o'-wisp and undead, which is why I gave you advantage there. I assumed you'd have more intimate knowledge of that. And the lights kind of just hang around and, uh, you know, uh, hover around all of you guys. And as you peer closer into the lights, uh, one of them seems to be uh, not quite as uh, brightly lit as the other ones. It seems to be more gray, but maybe progressively uh, gaining more color. And as you look into it, uh, you start to see images of what appears to be a little boy running around through the streets. You recognize him. 
as a ten-year-old boy, as Byron. What the fuck? And do you think there's any hope that we can return him to his natural state? To give him back the, the life that the mage lords robbed from him? And all of a sudden, the portal opens. I have to step away to kill a cricket for a second. So for um for this, and I know that we just spent eight years going down a hole, but um would it make sense to sort of like fast forward through the cube fight? Like I feel like we've already litigated. I that. I already have it. I have it planned. Wonderful. Then I defer to you. I'm just waiting for Pat to get back. You guys uh, just you guys just couldn't feather fall with your best friend. I don't get it. To save Do you not trust slots. him? No, it's it's one one spell slot for five people. Oh, I was thinking fly, not featherfall. I misunderstood. That's fine. Uh, hold on a sec. One of my cats t- took a duke, and I need to uh, I need to cover up this smell real quick. <laughs> and that's why I hate cats. Okay. <laughs>